all attention, ladies and gentlemen. We're now arriving in Detroit. Once again, this is Detroit Woodward Street Station. And thank you for riding Amtrak. <laughs> uh, welcome to the Wisendell Weekly Wrap-Up. Uh, still in Detroit this week, where we're talking about architecture, design, and everything in between. Uh, we have a d- designer here from Detroit. Go ahead, you can introduce yourself. Yeah, I'm uh, Carl Bolifer. I uh, lead Bold Studio, um, something I started a year and a half ago. Nice. Yeah, we were just talking about it. time flies, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, you were mentioning about the DJs. Uh, so what we're doing with those are brand activations. Um, basically delivering the story of any brand or, um, I guess, yeah, any brand or company that wants to activate either a showroom or highlight an event. So I'm super excited about the potential that that arm has because uh, we are doing a few different events. We have um, a couple of rooftop events coming up. So it's it's pretty exciting for sure. Are these DJs um, you know them well or? Yeah, so I know one of them. I knew one of them, and they taught a um, what they what was called Scratch Academy in Chicago. Oh, cool. So they okay. had a lot of um, kind. Of, they're they're into the me- mentorship. They're into mm-hmm. the teaching aspect, which I really like. Right. Um, so I met one of them, and then it all started from the COVID, the shelter in place. Like they took over our Instagram every Wednesday cool, yeah. and it was a really cool experience because everybody was hopping on the, uh, you know, the live DJ thing. So we, we did our spin on it too. Right. So no, that's cool, man. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Thank you for checking it out. No, it's, it's, it's one of those things again. Um, uh, you, you look at a, a web page or whatever and you start to see music. So it kind of, you know, it, it, it creates that vibe already. Like, yeah. Oh, I'm going to check this out more. So yeah. Yeah. That was, that was cool to see. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Um, so yeah, so tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you, where are you originally from, or how did you uh, get here? Yeah, it's a. I, I guess it's a long story. I don't know how far back you want to go, but yeah. um, I'm a Detroit kid uh, by way of the Philippines. So nice. Um, I came up here or moved up here, I guess, with my mom and uh, my sister uh, when I was five years old. So that was okay. a, obviously a big transition, a big crazy kind of wow <laughs> you yeah. know this is this is a different thing i didn't know how to speak english ah. i was five years old uh, i didn't know how to speak english um so you know <laughs> watching tv <laughs> yeah and uh you know we had there's a, a a fairly you know medium or large filipino population in, in the city um and again it's just a a nice thing to have that that community um mm-hmm. and from them uh obviously you start to meet new friends and different things um I lived in the city growing up, so it was um, uh, a time where, um, you know, in the 90s, really, when a lot of things are happening in, in the city, um, we're losing population, um, people are leaving the city, things like that. Um, every time I went to downtown and you see the tall buildings, it was a big, you know, like, wow, this is, this is crazy. We don't have yeah. this back where I'm, where I'm from um, in the Philippines. So... Uh, I don't know if that's the time that sort of inspired me to be like, wow, this is kind of cool. I didn't know what architecture was back then. I did, I did have family members in the Philippines that, that also were sort of going to school for architecture, but it's a whole different thing there than, than what mm-hmm. it is here. Mm-hmm. I do remember one time going back home uh, to the Philippines and I saw one of my cousin's sketches of this old historic church. Um, um, and I was just amazed, like, wow, this is, this is crazy. I, you know, 
looked looked at more of his sketches. Um, and I don't know if that's the time as well that I was like, wow, drawing is awesome, art is awesome. Um, and then, you know, kind of translated that every single time I saw buildings, it, it, it was just very, uh, especially tall buildings, I mean, skyscrapers, yeah, things right, like right. that, going downtown. Um, they intrigued me a lot. So it, it just became more and more of that. Um, I remember in sixth grade, fifth grade, in math class, listening, but then also like having another <laughs> You know, side of my notebook and drawing, uh, you know, buildings and different things, um, and then you know, uh, opportunity to go to architecture school. I went to uh, University of Detroit Mercy. Nice. Um, very. The, the thing about Detroit Mercy was, and it is still now. Uh, their sort of um, uh, attention to the city, to the neighborhoods. Um, it's always been that way. The school of architecture has always been that way. Um, and that kind of intrigued me. Being a Detroiter myself, um, being living in the neighborhoods myself, it was it was nice to see that, to yeah. uh, experience that, to do projects in the city. Uh, where honestly, again, back then um, in you know early two thousands, there wasn't a lot of things happening in the city when it ter- in terms of design. I mean, yeah. there were things here and there, but it's not how it is now. Obviously, when when it comes to uh, sort of the 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 big you know, monster yeah. projects that are happening here. So um, I, did, I, I did appreciate that. I think part of my education of uh, looking at the community, giving, giving back. Um, so I think that kind of, uh, you know, there's a big influence on that in mm-hmm. terms of how I like to do work, um, what kind of work that I want to do, mm-hmm. um, and a big focus of that as a community. Yeah. So um, then uh, I, I worked at a corporate firm for 12 years. Um, and it wasn't that I had enough. It was just something that clicked in me to say, hey, I think I want to try to do something on my own, right? Yeah, so, yeah. Um, and we talked about it a little bit. The, the scary part of that is to give up stability versus mm-hmm. some independence and some freedoms. Um, and, you know, you just got to kind of dive in, I guess. Yeah, see, yeah. No, I, I think it's, uh, <laughs> you know, it's definitely uncertain, especially now, like what the uncertain right. times is crazy. But uh you know, I don't know if it is because, I don't know, just everything's so skewed now, right, yeah. because of COVID. Yeah. But, I mean, literally, the startup mode is like you are constantly, constantly on it, constantly right. Right. either answering emails, thinking about the next thing. And, yeah. like, sometimes when I just turn it off for the day, like, I, I try to literally, like, rip myself away from it. But uh, but it's it's fun. It's enjoyable. Uh, yeah, for sure. it's 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 a very interesting thing. I mean, I think part of the that that clicked in me um, was because uh, a family. Uh, honestly, yeah. um, at that time I was working a lot, like you know, crazy amounts of hours, and I've been doing that ever since. You know, and I didn't mind that. That was that was great. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm kind of workaholic anyway. Um, but <laughs> once I had uh, my 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 first kid, yeah, um, and then. <laughs> Uh, a couple years later, um, I was having my second one, and that's when kind of clicked. Like, hey, I need to step back a bit, and and see what I can do on my own, create some independence, some flexibility, nimbleness, so I can be home maybe a little bit more with with uh, uh, my kids. Um, right. And that was a big thing for it, right? So yeah, of course. Um, the the nice thing about again the sort of setting your own schedule uh, is I'm I could be working at one in the morning because. Honestly, that sometimes that's when I have time to actually do stuff, <laughs> right? right? So the schedule is, is completely way off than what you would typically 
think. But I mean, even when we were, you know, working at big firms, you might be working really late. But at, at this point, I'm working, you know, in my in my house. Yeah, for you. Sometimes own. kitchen table or, yeah. or whatever. <laughs> uh, but it's just it's nice to be able to to have that, you know, flexibility to be able to do that. Say, okay, I want to, you know, start work at five p.m. or yeah. uh, work at twelve a.m. or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. It's just a nice thing. Uh, to have that sort of uh, flexibility. Yeah. So. Yeah, and, and I mean, I'm sure your corporate experience was a little bit similar, but it sounded like you guys had like an offshoot, or you were pretty kind of creative as far as, um, yeah, like an offshoot of the actual mother ho- mothership. Yeah. So, how, what what was that like? Yeah, it was it was a, a pretty interesting experience. Um, when I when I started in 2007. Uh, we also were sort of in that area where recession was about to happen or people saw that was going to happen. Um, and again, in 2007, at least from my perspective, uh, there wasn't a lot of design opportunities in the city. So as a, as a, as a group, younger designers within the firm itself, um, we sort of created an offshoot or uh, you know, a, a, a platform to talk about ideas, discuss uh, design, um, that maybe wasn't happening within the big, the, the bigger firm itself, um, and that was just a very sort of like, kind of grassroots, um, almost random. Like we would, we we met, um, you know, for lunch in, you know, a, a spot in downtown that really sometimes people don't even know about. Yeah. And we started to create some of these different. Um, ideas you know uh lectures competitions mm-hmm. uh create a website uh a blog these kind of things so it was just more of an outlet for maybe uh the younger people in the firm younger uh, designers that were eager to do something else yeah um, they have the appetite to do it too exactly right? yeah. and 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 i think what came out of that was a nice sort of balance of you know what you were doing in the office and then maybe some things that you were interested in outside of the office um, and it also helped, I mean, you know, it, it continued and it, it kind of became something where we created uh, our own uh, network, maybe, or our own contacts that we still, to this day, I have, and I'm sure the people that have been part of that still have. But it also created opportunity for maybe younger staff who, who didn't get a chance to maybe lead a project in the, you know, sort of the, the bigger firm to uh, assume some leadership roles in, in, in in the uh, offshoot, right? So it became their job to form a team, to Mm -hmm. uh, create a schedule, to uh, design and build the projects, um, which is really nice, because I think that's what was very attractive to a lot of uh, younger kids, younger sort of staff members that were like, hey, I want to do something else, or I have this interest in doing this, doing this research. Um, And it became ultimately a, a part of uh, the marketing for for the yeah, bigger firm overall, and I think, you know, uh, it was a a nice luxury to have. I think mm-hmm. uh, as as for me being always wanted to do something, always wanted to uh, research, always wanted to uh, try something different. That, yeah. that gave the platform, and that also gave the platform to connect with other maybe designers or other creative types. Yeah, in the city, um, and it just again, like just enrich sort of the 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 overall firm kind of mm-hmm. goal of engaged community engagement and yeah and uh you know understanding different perspectives of things so yeah and i think you know 
we, we, as we talked about earlier, yeah. you know, having the, I guess, not, not shield or having the umbrella of the mothership, like, helps uh, have some of those uh, smaller uh, subsidies of, like, the, the, the networks that are yeah. within the firms. Right, right, Because right. there's always, like, a smaller group that is a little bit more creative, mm-hmm. a little bit more eager, as you say. Um, so how, how now, because I, I'm struggling with that too, like, cause we have tons of ideas, right? Sure, like yeah. crazy amounts of ideas, but it's a matter of how do you like determine which one you go after now? Is it more about, um, the longevity of the idea or is it more about, um, like the timing, I guess. Are you referring to as, as a independent? As an independent, independent. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, that's where I'm at too, right? Right, like right, right. It's right. smaller, and we, sure, we've seen the insides of like how firms work. Sure, and, yeah. um, but it's interesting now when you are the small offshoot yeah. on your own, paying your own bills, now things are a little bit differently. So right. now if someone's like, spending you know i don't know two days on something and you're like okay well did you really have to spend two days on that yeah <laughs> right 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 yeah it's it's an interesting sort of uh challenge because i think there's a there's a part of you that says hey and and part of the reason why you may become independent or doing things on your own is that you want to sort of um do your own projects in terms of you know uh deciding this project is for me versus not for me or whatever um you know i think in a bigger firm you, you sometimes do a project that's there, right? And right. sometimes you like it, sometimes you don't, you, you still do it. And sometimes uh, from your own perspective in a bigger firm, you think that doing a project um, or that particular project, um, you ask yourself, why are we doing this project? Is it gonna bring us anything? Is it gonna give us something more in the future? Maybe, maybe not. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as an employee, you sometimes don't see that because there might yeah. be you know, leadership that's, yep. uh, sort of strategizing what goes next. So for me, at, at, at this point, um, as independent, I mean, a lot of my, my work is small, like, you know, small spaces. Uh, um, if I do any kind of residential, it's small multifamily or even a single family maybe. Um, but, but I try to uh, choose the clients wisely. Um, I think that's a, that's a big thing um, as a small firm. Yeah. Um, know who the client is, understand what they want. Because um, there's, there's times where, even with a big firm, you 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 excited about a project, but sometimes that client probably, you know you have an inkling, might not be the best person to work with. I don't right. know. Yeah. Right? So at, at least from the standpoint of where I'm at now, because my project is so small, I feel, and I'm a small firm itself, I feel like the clients that I'm looking at or projects I'm looking at is... is sort of in that same level as me, as a small business or, or a small firm itself, is that we're trying to help each other, right? Um, I'm trying to give you services that will, will sort of jumpstart whatever you're doing, but at the same time, you're giving me work that will hopefully jumpstart what, what I'm doing as well. But at the same time, I'm trying to look at what actually are those projects, right? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to still figure those things out. I think mm-hmm. I have in my head what I want to work on and what not to work on. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, there's things that I can't work on. I'm too small to, to work on, right? So um, it's, a, it's a balance of and an ever-changing sort of understanding of, you know, this, this market, this economy, where we're at with COVID. Like, it's just an interesting thing. But what I have noticed is that people that are doing smaller projects, um, either um, they're doing it out of pocket, so, and they want to get it done. Um, right. The bigger projects that 
need lending or whatever, they need a bank to uh, kind of perform that. So either, especially with COVID right now, a lot of those things potentially may be mm-hmm. on hold. Mm-hmm. So uh, again, it's 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 a it's a balance of uh, give and take. Maybe uh, yeah. for me again, understanding my clients and then um, doing projects that I would I would have fun doing. Uh, yeah, that's the biggest thing I think for for me. Um, and once you like yourself understand that, I think it's an easier thing to say. Okay, I want to go after this project mm-hmm. or not. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and it, it's. Uh you know, I don't know how COVID has affected because you said that you started what, a year and a half ago, you said? Year and a half. Year, year and a half, yeah. Um, but I mean, now you're sort of competing with the larger firms, right? And mm-hmm. they're kind of going after everything today, that they can. Yeah. I was talking to a, a GC today and uh, they were like, well, we don't really do these sort of projects, yeah. but we're going to do it. We're yeah. going to try to do it because we don't know what it's going to look like. I'm like, that's what everybody's doing right exactly like they, they have to, you have to take what what you can so um being diverse i think is super important right like you were just saying you were working on a few different yeah. um yep. projects so i think that's interesting um what do you think like what, what what's the main focus would it be would it be more workplace or would it be more the smaller um like experiential spaces I think- well, I'll, I'll I'll talk to you what I'm doing currently, I guess, from in a general standpoint. Um, Pre-COVID, uh, so February, March, um, there's there's still a demand, uh, at least from from my perspective, there's still demand for residential in mm-hmm. the city, um, and I got into a partnership with with someone that I've known for a few years. Um, and she wanted to do uh, 12 uh, unit, um, nice. you know, yeah. uh, multi-unit uh, townhouse um, in the city. And so, you know, her, her sort of strategy is trying to understand where the market is and, 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 and what type of housing um, isn't there or, or what type of uh, buyer is, is not being looked at, right? So that kind of strategy I think is important because I think in the city right now there's a lot of higher end products that um, I don't know how it is with COVID right now, but but I assume uh, some of that turnaround is 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 there's a bigger gap now. I think. Yeah. I mean I think people are still buying, but there's a there's a bigger lag. Um, so I think within that sort of uh, perspective, uh, there is a need for housing in general that's more affordable and I think that's with every you know everywhere right mm-hmm. um, I think in the city in the past couple couple years uh, that's more apparent um, the, mm-hmm. the need for affordability of housing is there and that's a, a relative term what is affordable in this neighborhood versus that neighborhood and it's a it's a big it's a big gap it's a difference yeah. right so yeah um, and then I was doing a single family um, aside from this uh, with a very awesome client that basically he was a neighborhood advocate he's he tells me i'm not a developer i just want to see the neighborhood you that's know, awesome kind of uh achieve something more yeah and he had a few lots that he purchased and whatever uh maybe a few years back and he wants to put infill housing in those that is is easier for people to you know purchase mm-hmm. so uh with with his sort of strategy and um, bringing in the architect and working with another architect um, on this. Um, she's awesome, by the way, Amy Baker. 
Um, we're shout, out Amy, shout out Amy. Yeah, I, I have to. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, uh, and, and again, I, I think we talked about like understanding your roles. Like, yeah, uh, we actually came from the same firm before that. She was she's more technical. I'm more on the design side. And literally, it just made sense. Like, hey, why are we working on this together? So she brought me in to help her on this. And it's just been an awesome sort of process. Yeah. And obviously having a, a, a client that understands you know, or gives us some, some flexibility on, on, on what to do. Um, it's, it's been a, a great thing and hopefully it can be replicated throughout uh, the city. Um, so it's, it's just sort of one of those things that depending on the need, I think, um, and I'm a designer, so, and, and I've designed many variety of different things uh, in, in many different scales. So. Um, I do love the sort of small spaces, cafe, um, small restaurant kind of things, again, that are more community-based. Um, yeah. I, I love to help those kind of, uh, you know, entrepreneurs and, and businesses, especially I think that those are things, I mean, who knows what happens with COVID because it's a whole different world right now when it comes to, you know, <laughs> uh, social distancing and, and yeah. all that stuff, what happens yeah. with restaurants and these things. But anything that I think, that uh, helps a community. Uh, and I think we talked about this maybe a few weeks back where I almost feel like those small businesses in, in neighborhoods are, are the ones that sort of create that catalyst for, mm-hmm. for, for, for more sort of development and um, uh, you know, makes the community have more uh, assets, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Creates you know, uh, proper values for property values for people that have lived there or even businesses that have been there and it just creates you know sort of this uh synergistic thing uh, yeah as, as you go forward so i love those type of projects i think from the standpoint of again of helping out the community helping out the small business um mm-hmm. i like to see those and, and again yeah. who knows what what happens with all this stuff yeah and and you know i uh you know, we're, we're partnering on the Neighborhood Foundation out in Chicago, yeah. and I think that's going to be a great partnership, and, and we're going to see what opportunities bear fruit from that. So I, I'm super excited to partner up with that. Definitely, yeah. And uh, this whole week, man, I, I, I've talked to a range of different people, and, and community has been the repeated word all the time, whether it's um, like the architecture and design community, mm-hmm. whether it's neighborhood community, I mean, community is definitely very important, and I know that uh, Detroiters, you know, it's hard for me to tell. It's hard for me because everybody thinks I'm from Chicago, like even today, right? <laughs> right, <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah, I, yeah. You're, uh, Carl asked me, he's like, where are you staying? I'm like, oh, I'm just hanging at my parents, and you're like, no, here. And I'm like, yeah, my parents. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. So, but, but I always have to tell people, like, no, like, I grew up here, I'm from here, and, and it's just interesting. Um cross-pollinating the cities right and and talking to people who are making change and who are trying to make change because that's it's difficult it starts from you know the education it really starts from the core the ground um so that's something that i'm excited for seeing and i i don't know for me it's fresh only because um like i said i just started having more of the business conversations um but the um it's, it seems hopeful for sure. I, and I don't know what the tone was before I came here because I know that people have been working on it before this and, yeah. and everything, and I'm just fresh to it. So it's just like, okay, well, now it's, of course, sounds good to me. But I think that that's interesting, um, having the different communities. Definitely. I, I think, I mean, I mean, honestly, I think we talked about it before too, is the, 
you know, people now see what Detroit is. People go to downtown mm-hmm. um, and they understand what's happening. Uh, but there's a community, there's neighborhoods that, you know, also uh, would benefit from that type of development. Um, and it's, it's, it's kind of happening in different neighborhoods, I think. Um, the, the sort of focus, uh, at least the city has started to focus on some neighborhoods in the city uh, for some of that development. Um, and again, I always go back to like, you know, who knows what happens after COVID. Yeah. Because um, I think everything, it's, it's a new world that we, that we, that we live in right now. Um, but, you know, in my neighborhood um, where uh, I live now, it's uh, Avenue of Fashion. I don't know if you're familiar with that, mm-hmm. that area. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's a historic sort of uh, commercial corridor that uh, now has seen some, some investment, uh, you know, streetscape and all that stuff. And now it's also uh, uh, getting some development in terms of different businesses, restaurants, cafes, things like that, that's happening. And um, I think the community, at least from my perspective, has, has been very... Uh, focus in trying to make sure that those businesses are are um, successful. Mm-hmm. So um, again, it goes back to me wanting to be a part of that somehow, some way. What what I can do, however I can do. I mean, I'm a designer. I can help out in those terms, but I can also uh, you know frequent those spaces and 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 right. help out in those you know different kind of ways. So yeah, I think the community is a big part of of you know us as as a city. How we've been able to sort of um you know kind of create something create something more create something better yeah um but and go ahead no no, 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 no sorry no i was just curious have you worked at other firms in different cities before uh or so has, it, has it always been in, in detroit or so detroit? I'll, I'll give a shout to uh the detroit collaborative design center which is out of u of d um and that was probably one of my first um firms that I was working in and again that that whole idea of what U of D was that talked about community and um, uh, the importance of community as a as a designer as an as yeah. a architect um, they're they're sort of a nonprofit design firm within the university I don't know if you've yeah heard no, of I was just gonna say can you explain it a little bit more yeah, like what they so are? so basically uh, when I was there what um, was the name of it again Detroit Collaborative Design Center. Detroit okay. Collaborative Design okay. Center. Um, Dan Patera, who is now the dean at U of D, he, he along with uh, Dean Vogel at the time, um, used, to, used to run it. Um, so what they would do was any faculty, um, the faculty also was, were part, was part of Detroit Collaborative Design Center. It still is, honestly. Um, so we would do projects that were community-based, master planning for communities that needed master plans that couldn't get you know, the services because everything was so expensive. Um, so, and it was also, the, the staff was also students, so, um, or students that were either yeah. graduating or in their final year, master's year or whatever. Yeah. Um, and so, again, I think it instilled in me a little bit of that drive for helping somehow being part of the community, um, being that it was in Detroit, it was my yeah. community um, that, that was really, sort of an important thing for me to, to, to be part of and whatever else. So, um, yeah, that's interesting. So they would take the talent from the school and then it would be, it's part of this. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the uh, yeah. Company. It's a, it's a, I don't know if it's a new concept or whatever, no. but, 
Yeah. <laughs> well, no, <laughs> I'm, I'm saying that I was gonna. I was thinking about just basically interns and like intern has been like a big yeah. conversation that I've been having, and it's uh, it's interesting. Although if it's school structured, like I, I see more of the relevance. I just always hear about. Um, my cousin, she's has an internship right now, and she works, you know, however many hours a week. But there's like five of them there, right? And they're not getting paid. And I'm thinking to myself, yeah, like, damn, that's a lot of dough, like a yeah. lot of work. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that some from some of my classmates uh, uh, way back when when they would intern for free. Yeah, and I was like, I guess, but you know, I mean. It's it seems a little weird. They're not yeah. paying you for things that you're doing. I mean, I mean they're they're in these you know superstar architect or star architect firms, yeah, and so yeah, they yeah. want to do it. And I understand, I get it, I get the concept. But they're also working you and working you and working you and just get whatever they can from you. So I've never, I don't know, I never agreed with with that. It's I know. just such a weird thing. But I get it, I get it. I understand yeah. why you would want to do it. Right. Um, but to the point of uh, to your point using interns and uh you know detroit collab design center i think it was a sort of again you you you, you you're taught then you see the practice at, yeah at, you know, firsthand kind of thing that's and what i'm saying yeah yeah and your and your and your teachers are also your coworkers, mm-hmm. and so what they teach they can also be yeah. a part of or or, or do work um so, but and that's something I can get behind, right? Because it's yeah. definitely very correlated to yeah. your education. Exactly. And, you know, exactly. you see see it in practice. I, I went to Harrington College of Design out in Chicago, and a lot of the faculty was uh, practicing. But and I think some of them poached a few of the kids, yeah. you know, yeah. out of it. And um, but part of me just thinks like, man, that's it's just there has to be like an ethical like bridge that you shouldn't cross in order to to get five to ten interns to do your stuff uh, who knows i don't know that's just me that's just me <laughs> no, I, I, I got you i and got maybe, you definitely. and you know everybody keeps bashing me like saying oh no that's just how business is done business is done i'm like i guess like i don't yeah. know it's it's just it's i don't know I, to, your, to your point it's just a weird thing for me to you have and, and i think sometimes we do it to ourselves like the architecture profession we do it to ourselves like during the last recession um, we fought ourselves over work, so we yeah. we, we lowered our, our fees, lowered our fees, and lowered our fees, and, and now out of that, coming out of that, there's a lot of developers or, or whoever client that's expecting free stuff. Like, hey, do this for me for free, and then I'll you know get you back on the on the other side. And sometimes that never happens. So um, it's most the same, of the time, yeah, yeah, right. right. I mean, it's a, it's kind of the same thing with with working for free. I mean, like I said, I get why you know young designers do it yeah but at the same time you know it's you have value right you, right, right, you right. should be at a point where um you shouldn't go hungry yeah <laughs> no i agree what you i do. agree <laughs> so um any any thoughts on like the the larger developments going on in the city i've been asking everybody that i've had on this week i mean what do you think about kind of that as a whole and and how the city is changing because i know we were talking about the uh, automotive industry and yeah how that was a huge factor in shaping the city. And, you know, now what do you think about kind of, I mean, even Little Caesars is a huge um, arena, I believe. So um, I'll have to double check on who did that there's, one. There's a lot. There's, there's uh, a lot of people there's on There's a that. lot on that, yeah. for sure. Some local, and, and my old firm was part of that as well. So okay. I think a lot of people touch touched that somehow, yeah. some way. Right? Yeah. Uh, to, to your question, I think in general, I think 
it's a it's a good thing obviously i mean i grew up here in in the you know uh, 90s and early 2000s when there wasn't development happening uh and when after recession obviously bedrock got a lot of buildings and they're doing a lot of good things uh in in in, in the downtown area um and other you know other companies are doing that so i think in in, in general it is a good thing obviously you want to see development and you want to see people there and, and whatever else um, so that is great I think it needs to also then translate something to the neighborhood because um, because honestly if the neighborhoods are always you know kind of on the back burner mm -hmm. you're, you're never gonna get a city that that comes up together I mean it's it's always been that way I think I think the the central city is a start but once you start branching out and maybe some of those things can happen in, in the neighborhood uh, i'm not saying these big developments will happen but other development right other other things that that could stabilize a, a neighborhood or whatever i think i think is important so um it's it's definitely i think well i talked to you about you know the city focusing on some neighborhoods i think yeah that will hopefully continue to happen um i think downtown's fine i think you know, people are coming here um, and investing, um, and I think it will still continue to happen. Again, who knows what happens with mm -hmm. yeah. with with, with, right. with COVID and everything else? But uh, you know, there's still there's still huge developments that are planned, um, residential, mm -hmm. uh, multifamily. Um, I think once we start to hit the neighborhoods and and sort of acknowledge and understand what what happens with uh, affordability. Um, you know, I'll be happy to see that conversation. I mean, it's not like it's not going on now, but I, I think uh, it's just going to keep that discussion is going to keep happening. Yeah. And, and that conversation is going to, yeah. uh, you know, uh, change and, and people's perspectives will be different or change in itself. So, yeah. Um, nice. Yeah. And, and for for the creatives that are listening, what what do you do to stay inspired or like how do you uh like feed that creative that it's, creativity now it is a very interesting thing now being by yourself yeah like you, you don't what, what i love being at a at an office was the fact that again your fellow you know designers and architects inspired you right you would have discussions you talk to them every day uh, and somehow some way you know you get an idea whether you're walking to and from lunch or uh, seeing, uh, you know, walking downtown and seeing something that like clicks in your head, like, oh, that's pretty interesting. That's cool, and apply it to a design yep. or architecture. Um, I'm working from home, and and it's definitely a harder thing. I have kids in the back screaming, and, <laughs> and, and so it's a, it's definitely a different thing. I mean, I think um, I try to immerse myself sometimes, um, reading, um, you know, design journals or whatever, or looking up things online mm -hmm. um, and trying to just be you know current with, with things that are happening um, then when I do get a chance to collaborate with people or whatever uh, you know I can start to talk to them about different things that are happening. yeah and you're uh, fresh yeah exactly yeah. Um, and again it's it's using your network and people that you know as well to say hey let's let me ask you about this. What do you think about this? And I, I still kind of do that to this day. Yeah. Um, and again, my friends that I've known or some coworkers that I've, I've, I've worked with still inspire me to this day, either if it's a 
Instagram posts. You know, mm-hmm. like it's it's one of those things that I think as a designer, you, you try to find a variety of different sources of inspiration and it could be anything, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I've, because now I used to live downtown and now, you know, having the kids, we're, we're, we're not so downtown anymore, but uh, what has what COVID has done is it's it's made me walk my neighborhood a yeah. lot more um, with my kids and my wife, and small little things right um, will inspire me in a different way in a yeah. different way than it would if I'm walking downtown or uh, in a more urban environment. Um, trees like different things that uh, would inspire me. Even like a I don't know. You know, we they added speed bumps in our neighborhood, so people wouldn't yeah. wouldn't uh, uh, speed down our neighborhood or whatever. But like, it's a pretty interesting thing. And this is this is weird to me. I started talking or thinking about this was how they painted the the stripe on it mm-hmm. was interesting. I don't know, but but again, I don't know where that would go in my <laughs> process or whatever. But uh, small little things like that are are interesting. I just said that before uh, they they did the streetscaping on Livernoy, where the, the main corridor in my neighborhood, and uh, they added plantings, you know, that were not there from the in the beginning. Um, but just looking down Livernoy now, with the sort of difference of uh, concrete and landscaping and all that stuff, is is yeah. very like interesting to see, especially when you weren't used to that, you know. Growing up, I knew what that corridor used to look like. So, um, it's it's hard. <laughs> it's yeah, hard right. as it's hard as, as working sure. uh, together. But like I said, like talking to you or whatever. Even we talked just before the podcast, where uh, it reminds me what you guys are doing right now with the podcast and different things, events. It reminded me again of what we were trying to do at um, at HAA at Hamilton Anderson as as uh, young designers. So yeah, um, it's. It's just an interesting thing, right? Yeah, it's an it interesting is. Interesting thing to for sure to, to talk and, about, and that's the where the uh, synergies and the creative creativity and the, the the network I think comes comes back into focus. Yeah, and you know the the conversations have definitely changed, right? Like uh, like we mentioned, you know, now it's like okay, well, what who's getting paid for that, or how does that payment work out? Right. Um, but I'm super excited to uh, see what happens for sure. Um, where can people follow you at, or where can people uh, see oh. you at? Uh, so website is boldstudiodesign.com. Okay. Um, and then Instagram. how did you get the name? Sorry, not to cut you off. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> so um, it's kind of two things with it. Uh, when I started thinking about what I would name this thing, it, it didn't click at first. But at that time, and in my space and time, it was a risky thing for me to to, to like just leave <laughs> a twelve year you know, uh, job. So it was a risk. It was, it was, it was a bold move for me to really like leave this place. And again, understanding that like my wife was pregnant with, with our second kid and she would have to leave. So I'm like, am I crazy doing this? Like, yeah, it's a lot. At at, at one point or at some point we're going to be one income family. Right. So that there was a risk there. So that in myself was a a bold move itself. Yeah. Um, and then, (laughs) This is this is really just not even funny, but like <laughs> I took bold and my last name is Bolifer, so it's B O L as the as mm-hmm. the first three letters, and the D bold is design. It's Detroit. It's the two passions that that I have. So bold design is where it comes from. Gotcha. But, but again, thinking that this, the the risk that I was I was taking, and uh, you know I 
my wife was the one that kind of like said, "Hey, do this. You do it. have yeah. to do this." That's uh, great. And you know, she's been amazing at that point yeah. from the standpoint of like giving me a different perspective. Like, "Hey, yeah. do this." Uh, so yeah, I mean, it's, cool. it's not a really deep, deep meaning thing. to yeah, it. Yeah, but, yeah. Like, I was just curious. But uh, so it's bold design. Bold design. Com. Bold design. Our bold studio design. Bold studio design. Gotcha. gotcha. And then uh, I, you can get from that to my Instagram page. Yeah. Uh, which I will post, you know, yeah. more recent things, I guess, from on the website. So, gotcha. Yeah. Cool, man. Well, yeah, dude. Thank you so much for uh, for hanging out and hey, in this be fun. in this beautiful setting here. Yeah. We are uh, for those of you watching visually, we are at six zero zero one Cass, um, in the midst immersed in Donovan's works. Donovan, where can people follow you again? Anyways, Donovan's here at 601 West Cass, West Cass, I believe, um, for the month of September showing his... Donovan, what is, what is your address again? Your web address? Uh, what kind of bear? Drew Berry. Dewberry. Dewberry. Donovan Dewberry.com. Uh, some beautiful exhibits. He will have them up here for the whole month of September for the core design uh, month of design. So... Um, stop by and check it out. So again, Carl, thank you so much. Hey, I, I have to uh, shout out Kristen here because oh yes, uh, <laughs> yes, of course, of course, because yeah. she is good people, and this is why yeah. this is kind of happening, right? Absolutely. So uh, yeah, yeah. I, I want to say uh, you know shout out to her. Yeah. Uh, thank you for uh, you know kind of thinking about me during this time or whatever. But uh, looking forward to uh potential collaborations that that we'll have maybe in the future so absolutely yeah. cool man thank you awesome all